Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel, according to St. Matthew, the 21st chapter, when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethphuji, to the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, go into the village in front of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, the Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. This took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put on them their cloaks, and he sat on them. Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road. And others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, it has been about 10 months, 10 months now since we first learned about COVID-19, and I'm sure you are like me, hearing a lot about it makes you tired. Well, regardless, in the last 10 months, we have done our best to keep away from COVID-19. We have sanitized our hands, we have bleached the outside containers of our food before taking that food into our houses. We've learned to social distance at six feet away from people. We've learned to adapt to masks and other such measures. Now, regardless of which side of the political spectrum, and regardless of what side of the scientific spectrum you find yourself on, all of us here, yes, we all have to admit together that the last 10 months have caused us to withdraw from each other. No doubt about it. Regardless of what side of the spectrum, we all have to admit that that is the inevitable outcome of what has happened. We have withdrawn from each other. Masks have covered our smiles. Distance has prevented us from feeling the warmth of a hug. Plexiglass has now become the standard barrier between us and different merchants in the marketplace. And there's more. I know that I dare not even cough in public anymore because I do not want to get an evil eye from someone suspecting that I'm a super spreader of death. When I'm shopping, and I'm sure you are very similar to myself, I do what everyone else seems to be doing. I keep my head down and I keep away from other people. It's just comfortable, more comfortable that way. It is easier that way. Now that is sad to say, but it is the way that it is. The point being, we are withdrawn as people right now. We are withdrawn as people hiding from an invisible enemy that is smaller than a pinhead. 
And our interactions with other people is cautious at best. We're suspicious of other people while being worried and confused at the same time. Indeed, we do not seem to trust each other, and we seem to be very edgy as well as a society. We are actually spending more time looking over our shoulder than looking into people's eyes. Now, as a pastor, please know that I am neither condemning nor condoning all of this. I'm not a scientist, and I'm certainly not a politician. But instead, I'm simply pointing out what is how it is with everyone in our society right now. Again, we are separated from each other, from one another. We do not lean inward towards each other. We have distance. We have plexiglass. We have gloves and masks. We lean back. Now, the tragic result of all of this is that people are feeling quite lonely. Depression is also setting in. We see this in the health statistics, but we can especially hear it in people's voices, and we can see it in their demeanor. We're like a bunch of struggling soldiers tucked into our foxholes with our heads covered. Now, here's the point of all of this for you and for me today. Our Lord Jesus Christ, he knows all of this. He knows our trials, he knows our suffering, He knows our loneliness. He knows our depression. He knows the science behind COVID-19. Jesus understands all the executive orders, all the regulations, all the quarantines and social distancing rules. And get this, he still comes for you. He still comes for you and me too. He cannot stay away. In our reading from the Gospel of Matthew, We hear about Jesus traveling into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. Now, the reason for hearing about Palm Sunday on the first Sunday of Advent is to demonstrate to us that our Lord Jesus Christ is all about drawing near to humanity. That Palm Sunday, regardless of the wishes of the crowd, wanting to seize Jesus for their own political agendas and Beside the obstacles of the Pharisees and the foolish rabbit trails of the disciples, Jesus would have it no other way he had to draw near to the cross to pay for humanity's sin. He did not choose comfort, but he chose to draw near to pain and suffering and death for humanity's sake. Also keep in mind that Jesus drew near to humanity through his birth in Bethlehem that first Christmas long ago. Jesus did not choose the comfort of glory, but he put on human flesh, being born into a manger to draw near to humanity. You see, your Jesus is one who draws near. That is the whole point of our text from today, to hear that he is one who draws near. That is the nature of Christ. He is actually a very peculiar king who draws near to his subjects. He is the God who seeks out sinners. He is the Lord who reaches out to the struggling. He is the great physician who touches contagious lepers. He's the good shepherd that tracks down lost sheep. He's like a hound dog on a scent, never giving up until he finds his catch. And today, friends, because today, right here, right now, look to this font. 
Look to this font, look to this rail, look to this altar and this lectern and this pulpit. Look to these things. Yes, look to these things. And we see that the Lord draws near to us today. He draws near to us. The Lord is the one who draws near to a bunch of lonely and depressed and struggling people who are like soldiers tucked into foxholes with their heads down. Jesus cannot and will not stay away from you, but he comes to you through the word and the sacraments. You see, baptized saints, just as Jesus, just as he rode into Jerusalem on a humble donkey, he continues to ride into your life in the humble word and sacraments. And so, even though you may feel distant from everyone else, your Lord Jesus does not back away from you. Even if you are withdrawn from everyone around you, the Lord draws near to you, bringing you his free gifts of mercy. Even though there seems to be barriers everywhere you look, there is no barrier between you and the Lord. He comes directly to you with his word and his holy meal to refresh you and revive you in this difficult time pouring that word into your ears, giving you his body and blood upon your tongue and into your very bellies. You see, even though all you hear are words of terror on news and social media, well, Jesus, he comes to you not with terror, but with hope. He does not come with orders and regulations, death tolls and infection rates, but forgiveness, life and salvation to chase away your fear, to chase away your suspicion and chase away your confusion and give you assurance and hope and so this coming of your lord to you in the word and sacraments means more to you than you could ever know or realize it is actually the bedrock on which your faith is built and rests there's a reason why baptism there's a reason why absolution and communion are part of the small catechism they are chief cornerstones of the christian faith We could say that they are essential to our faith. Mark this, though. The world does not see the word and sacraments as essential items at all. For the world, the word and sacraments are optional things of piety, things that Christians can simply forego. The world sees the sacrament of the altar as a mere symbolic meal, kind of like maybe a tea time with dolls. The world does not recognize that the body and blood of the God of the universe is being placed upon our tongues, into our mouths and our bellies to sustain our faith and grant us immortality. The world sees the word of God spoken and preached as silly ancient myths, much like a story time at a library with a clown. The world does not see the word as eternal truth that creates and sustains faith. The world sees absolution as an out-of-touch man in a white robe mumbling pious words, not words of freedom being poured into ears and souls releasing people from paralyzing guilt. The world sees the church as a mere social club for weak-minded fools, not the Lord's ark of safety in a crazy world gone mad. And so because the world does not see the word and sacraments as the means by which the Lord comes to mankind, the world will not and cannot see the church as essential. 
This is why people will courageously leave their foxholes and go out into public to be around a bunch of strangers for any number of reasons, but at the same time condemn Christians for gathering together to receive the word and sacraments. Shopping at Walmart, perhaps attending a protest, standing in long lines to vote, going to sporting events, risky, but fine. Going to church, though, Ah, it's reckless. In fact, going to church apparently means that you do not love your neighbor and you don't care if people die. And yes, that is what they are saying about you right now. Lord have mercy. Again, I'm not a scientist or a politician, but a pastor. And as a pastor and a steward of the word and sacraments, I declare to you, look to this font Look to this rail, look to this altar, look to the lectern, look to the pulpit. Here is Jesus in his word and sacraments to forgive and sustain you. Yes, this is where Christ Jesus draws near to you. Heaven meets earth right here in this sanctuary. Heaven meets earth right here to grant you forgiveness and chase away fear and sin and the devil. Now, I would agree with the world that the church is non-essential if the Lord did not promise to come to us through his word and sacraments. But the Lord has not done this. The Lord Jesus Christ has promised to come to you and me with forgiveness and life and salvation through the word and sacraments. And that is why the word and sacraments are essential. That is why the church is essential So one cannot merely dismiss the word and the sacraments with a flick of the hand. One cannot simply go without them. We cannot live without air and water, just as we cannot live without the word and sacraments. So dear baptized saints, look around right now. Consider where you are at and rejoice. Smile and rejoice. Rejoice that you are here. Rejoice that you are hearing the word. Rejoice that you will receive the body and blood of Christ. Rejoice that the Lord Jesus Christ draws near to you and does not hold back, does not stand far off. Rejoice that he comes to you this day in this place in this moment to give you his forgiveness and life and salvation, to chase away your fear. Rejoice that he has come to you in his word and will come to you again in a few minutes right here where heaven meets earth. Christ came that Christmas long ago. He came to that cross that holy week as well. And he comes to you every single week. This is why the word and sacraments are the bedrock on which our faith is built and rests. This is why we cling to the word and sacraments all the more when the world is unhinged. He draws near to you. He considers it well worthwhile. Receive him this day. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www. 
www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.